0: You're listening to Thunder Quack Podcast Network. Hello, Riverdale Gang. Hello. Welcome to the end <laughs> of the summer rewatch of this section of Season 1. Again. Welcome.
1: <laughs> Sorry, the reason I'm laughing, Riverdale gang, is because it's been a simply apocalyptic month in Vancouver. <laughs> the skies have been gray, they have been unseen.
0: Like, Tatooine red suns glowing like the eye of Sauron in the sky through pretty, the, the smoke haze.
1: Pretty much.
0: The smoke of, like, thousands of hectares of burning forest. Yeah. that have choked us literally yeah but it's better today today's good
1: today's better but yeah it's it's basically been the end of the world here <laughs> and neither Ryan nor I have been enjoying it very much <laughs> i've been enjoying it more than Ryan um probably
0: Uh oh no see i we did this last year too um but last year wasn't quite as bad i was just one of those um respiratorily vulnerable people you hear about on the news yes. and so last year I, fool that I am, directed an outdoors immersive theater piece in a park that saw me spending six hours a day yep. rehearsing in a park. Um, so that was not great. So I got to be Test Case Baby. And this year all my friends caught up. Yeah. Partially because of age. Partially because of accumulated trauma onto their ibele of their lungs, I suspect.
1: Yeah. But we're all in it together now. Yes. Well, I didn't really experience too much, like... Too much of it. Anyway, all this to say is that uh, that was an unexpected ploy from Ryan, and I enjoyed it a great deal. It is, in fact, the last episode of our rewatch along. Mm-hmm. Um, we're very excited for season three to start yes! in October. October! <gasps> oh, sorry.
0: So soon. Uh, August flew by, so October's yeah. going to be here in a blink, right?
1: Yeah, probably. Usually. Usually. Um, and yeah. Um, I really like this episode. Um, it quotes a title that I've always really liked. I tend to like titles that have a slight biblical reference, mm. even though I'm a flagrant atheist. So the sweet hereafter mm-hmm. is the hereafter, of course, being heaven. Right. Um, and then another one I like, which is not it appears nowhere in this series or has anything to do with this podcast, is a book called "At Play in the Fields of the Lord," mm. which is a great title. Anyway. Um, I also really like this episode Yeah. um, for a lot of reasons.
0: There's a lot of spectacular imagery. Mm -hmm. Um, There's a lot of great, extraordinary, irresponsible care. Yes. (laughs) There are some bad models and uh, some perhaps slightly sloppily represented serious teen issues, but it's very well-intentioned.
1: Slightly sloppy.
0: Um, And it's very dramatic and pretty, Um, with some good heart to it some sloppy heart but some good heart and it's a spectacular bit of television um with yeah. an aggressive season two setup and proposition built right into the bones into yeah the bones
1: yeah and um we leave behind a lot of normalcy in this episode
0: yeah this the stakes ramp up hard
1: yeah
0: um I said this before While we were watching season 2 There's a point in later season 2 Where The gang really started to gel As the gang that I remember them Like the the group dynamics you know, as, as amorphous As fluid as those are Different writers Different gags Different decades Um The familiarity dynamics they have Around the end of season 2 Uh Although the context is blown out of proportion The interpersonal dynamics feel like now we finally hit the good old familiar Riverdale gang I've been waiting for.
1: Oh, that's Um, interesting.
0: Yeah. And Hmm.
1: I don't remember feeling that way, but I find that really cool and interesting.
0: Mm -hmm. And that happening after this absurd escalation of stakes for me is just kind of um, another one in the long line of Archie's weird, weird uh, experimental media pieces. Speaking (laughs) of experimental media pieces, um, (laughs) I am working on a little thing that I mentioned before called uh, the Riverdale game. Um, I am going to be running this in the next week or two with a couple of our guests, uh, with Chloe playing, and this is going to be a... Um, listen along, play, live play adventure in the style of Adventure Zone, or uh, some of the, I'm sure uh, Will Wheaton and Matt Mercer do some, some of this stuff. Um, there's a few that I've listened to, but it's going to be one or two episodes, a short, contained adventure using the Call of Cthulhu mechanics. Um, yeah, I'm excited to do something a little creative and a little weird and see what happens.
1: Yeah, I'm excited for I am excited for all of it, too.
0: Yeah, So I'm hoping to have that out for next thursday um there's a chance it'll be more complicated than i think and we might take a hiatus next week but uh it'll be one of those two things either the first episode of the riverdale game or it'll be a week off in anticipation of so one of those two things will happen next thursday
1: great i'm excited i'm
0: excited too more or less enough sufficiently (laughs) yeah so we'll keep you abreast of what our plans are going on in I've never toba.
1: played a role-playing game, so it, you will also be treated to uh, a otherwise mature and experienced adult being like, Why are we doing this? What's the point? I don't get it. <laughs> Which I'm sure will be funny for most of you who were raised in heavier nerddom than I was.
0: It is an exercise in collective storytelling, oh, is gosh. how I describe it, um, with structures and shapes to push you along.
1: That sounds really intense. Yeah.
0: Um, I also like that you are totally fresh to this. Um, I'm a big old nerd. Um, my, uh, original gnome wizard recently hit the 14th level. Um, <laughs> I played him from, I think we started, I think we started level three, like six years ago. Uh
1: huh.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He's a high level illusionist. Just levitates around now with his glowing gem eyes. It's great.
1: He levitates?
0: Yeah, just like as like a twitch.
1: You can have ones like a twitch.
0: <laughs> he abuses cantrips a lot. Okay. Yes. Sorry, getting jargony.
1: I have no idea what is being said. I'll be honest. I am making sure that my phone's on silent, though.
0: <laughs> well, you can be the perspective character for those audience members who also have no idea what's going on and are new to the world of Dungeons and Dragons-style RPG roleplay. Savvy.
1: Savvy. Wonderful.
0: Okay, um, anything else, Chloe, before we jump into this episode? No,
1: I'm excited. There's some, there's, like, good, like, there's good cheese in this episode, there's good serious stuff in this episode, some solid bughead in this episode. Some
0: solid bughead. I'm ready for it. Um, all the the suicidal content trigger warnings, um, yes, because I don't think they no. do that, but no. Uh, I assume if you're in here this deep with us, you're probably familiar, but never, never hurts to add.
1: Never hurts to add, yes. Shall we? Let us. Yes. I actually don't remember where this episode starts. I'm excited for this.
0: I'm excited to just jump into the pre pre-recap, uh, pre-cap, pre cup The pre-cap? Yeah. Um, all right. Let's get a badoom going in I three, like two,
1: one, and
0: badoom.
1: badoom. And then, bah. and
0: then, ba-da-da-da. Da, da. There's your sink. There's your sound clap. Right? Oh, we yeah, open right in the thick of it.
1: I guess we should have given a suicide content warning for last episode, too.
0: Yep, yep, yep. Well, so should they have. We, I mean, it's not like we forgot that happened. We forgot to click content warn. We'll get there.
1: He he was sure it was a front for his true business. Was I, It was heroin. Yeah. It was heroin in this season. It was it wasn't so jailable. heroin. No, but he just said it. Yep. Oh. Yep.
0: I mean, I assume it's just, like, sketch for teenagers to do heroin like i feel like that's just not what they want to show on the cw Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's true
1: wow i can't believe that there's a really vivid drug overdose death in this teen show i think that's so interesting
0: yeah it was also rarer back then and not just part of our everyday zeitgeist yeah that comp Chloe is pushing a bug away from the screen. Yes, I am. Yes. It is summer fruit fly season as I am sloppy with my fresh fruit.
1: The coward's way out. Rude. Brutal. Also, here's Mary McCoy and Tom Keller yelling at each other, which I bet ended in sex.
0: (laughs) This is such a different Keller. Yeah. I'm I'm glad to we have reminded ourselves of this Tom Keller before going into season three. Yes. Like the who he is, who he's been. Um like we didn't get a lot of him. We got the hot daddy <laughs> shots, uh the cheesecake shots, and we got the um
1: we the got... blackmail plot. Well also at the end of yeah, at the end of the season we got him turning in his badge.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm mm-hmm. hmm. Hmm. This is such a good shot Like It's striking to see such an intimate extreme close-up mm. Like that's not normal That's not common TV cinematography I like it
1: That's what you think
0: <laughs> Ah Fred Just just stare sadly into the window Break our hearts Fred Archie's too I don't two.
1: why he looks so sad we're about to find out.
0: <laughs> no, he's not okay, Arch. Your dad's having a midlife crisis. Because of all the murder.
1: Yeah.
0: Which, better trigger than many midlife crises.
1: Okay.
0: Better trigger than many midlife crises. Yes.
1: <clears throat> mm. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's L- fair. L-
0: Perry looks just like... Like, this is a nice shot. With him just so warmly yeah. backlit Like he's in The little shade bubble
1: Yeah Yeah that's true
0: Parents at windows With Ooh. very different moods
1: Veronica is salty mm-hmm. Salty salty Veronica I to study.
0: Really like salty Veronica
1: He, I mean like He <laughs> puts the godfather to shame <laughs> Just saying
0: Yep the night of my daughter's what did they hold for
1: her hmm
0: Did they hold a confirmation or oh something? yeah she has a yeah. very late
1: confirmation the night of my daughter's oh.
0: confirmation oh right oh, yeah. back to plot
1: back to plot but also black to that one time we had snow in vancouver
0: <laughs> <laughs> and they made it work yeah. and everyone's holding umbrellas <laughs> is that a thing outside of vancouver do people umbrella in the snow? We No one umbrellas in the snow in in Alberta.
1: I don't know. I don't have much experience of snow outside of Terrace where no one used an umbrella. Yeah, Riverdale gang
0: who have snow like I did in Alberta. Did any of you use an umbrella? Because I think that's a distinctly Vancouver shot right there. I counted like seven umbrellas amongst the extras. Yeah. We don't hold umbrellas in the snow where it's actually cold. <laughs> Semi dating. Hello, Weatherby, the deliverer of arbitrary administrative weirdness.
1: Oh, right, the Jubilee speech.
0: Oh, yes, that which is blamed for serial killing. <laughs>
1: uh, why not your daughter? Oh, I guess that looks bad.
0: I mean, she already does that every t- chance she can get, also. Like, isn't Josie already booked for that? Yeah. <laughs> hmm.
1: Oh, right, the pussy cats.
0: Yeah, Yep, she's already done the nepotism.
1: Yeah. Mayor McCoy hustles. Oh, this is Here We Go. She da- gives this speech, and then we have plot for season two.
0: Mm-hmm. This is, like, the genre wrapped up last episode. We're in a new genre now. We're in denouement. But so smoothly swooping into setup.
1: Confusing to have him at the Jubilee. Yeah.
0: And it's like, we've resolved the essential crisis of genre. The, genre, the mystery question. Mm. But this episode's all about playing out the personal consequences for the characters who lived it. It's almost like a chapter that mm. is after the book usually ends.
1: Yeah, that's interesting. Setting us up for next, also, next season. I love Jacket's like, thank you for your righteous indignation, darling girlfriend.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I really liked the transition from Jughead tolerating everyone else being oblivious to him to the flip at south side. It was a very good inversion of status.
1: Hmm. Yeah. The fruit or blossom in public. <laughs> hmm. <Ugh>.
0: The villains. <sighs> yeah, you can... Betty just waving her journalism and also the nepotism flag real nice and hard
1: (laughs) I love I love okay so one of the reasons I love this show is that like listening to Betty Cooper like made me check so much of my self-righteous white lady stuff
0: Mm. I'm not gonna lie when you see something that bothers you because it it reflects back on something she stands up like she's announcing
1: their marriage but anyway sorry go on
0: (laughs) yeah I, I feel that the, the it hits a little too close to what you do. I definitely feel that a little bit with, with the jug, with the Kevin. Sorry, I'm
1: distracted. Mm.
0: By Betty's adorable face of processing all the feelings. <laughs> Complicated feelings.
1: <sighs> he married yep. like a popper. What a
0: classist. Why are you crying? All the trauma! Yeah.
1: Oh my goodness.
0: Hey, um, little season three spoiler moment. Little moment. Um, Penelope Blossom was always a blossom. Oh. Yeah, she's also a blossom by blood. According to a shot uh, of a flashback episode yearbook page. That is apparently happening.
1: Hmm, interesting. Mm Mm-hmm. So. Yes. Talk about suicide positively in front of your daughter under the place where her father and your husband hung himself, hanged himself. Penelope well is healthy. Penelope's very <laughs> Penelope healthy. Penelope's messed up. Hello, high school.
0: Ah, <sighs> <sighs> good check in, Archie. Be a good bro. Be a good boy next door.
1: I. Oh my goodness! Look at that cotton candy sweater she's wearing. Wearing.
0: Mm-hmm. The beautiful light rays framing her. So bright. So, like, clean light. Everything that looks old in this set, in this room, is just like this... It's, it's a lovely, vibrant living shot. How it's lit. How it's colored. I really like this visual for the scene. For the emotions that are happening. Yeah. This old, aged wood that looks very present and contemporary, but not worn down. Just... Used.
1: Hmm.
0: And then these very bright young people sort of radiating in the sunbeams.
1: Yeah, I forgot about that scene. I feel like Archie is like undecided about his feelings as he is seemingly at all times.
0: Oh, yes. <sighs> Fred. The end of Fred and Hermione, who were great while well they last lasted and who I think are still probably Endgame, if Endgame is a thing in Riverdale. I wonder how this show could end. (laughs) I wonder if they're going to go the full Smallville route and just run until they literally can't and bury themselves in the ground.
1: Hmm.
0: Or if they're going to wrap on kind of an open-ended. I don't know. It's hard because you've, they've opened a can of worms of a serial show.
1: Yeah. I like this color that Josie has her hair here.
0: Mmm. Yeah. Lovely teal. Also, so legit, Archie, you have no sense of process or rehearsal schedule. Not in the least.
1: Hmm. I forgot about this moment, too, actually.
0: Yeah. Archie's professionalism needs work as an artist. Yeah. The Riverdale Witch Trial. Hmm. Support of Alice. So rare. Hmm. This is legit criticism.
1: Oh, goodness. (sighs) They are being kind of encouraging parents here.
0: They are. Like, that's a reasonable journalistic ethics discussion. And her cold call article landed on the editor's desk, even in a small town.
1: Also, like, why doesn't she just publish it on the internet it's like this show has forgotten that the internet this is one of the vintage moments of the Mm -hmm, show mm -hmm. like they reference social media a lot but it's kind of like everyone's just sort of forgotten it exists
0: i'm i also wonder like well an internet post i'm just trying to think of that narratively like how would that play out the like goes viral montage scene.
1: Mm-hmm What does H B C stand for? Head
0: bitch and judge oh. Yeah Ah oh, Cheryl Thing mm. they got extraordinarily well the like giving away of valuable possessions the um preparation the peace and calm this is, in fact, accurate warning signs for a certain expression of suicidal ideation. Hmm.
1: Yeah. Posted it. Oh, oh good. Remember, there's a webseed. Hmm?
0: Yes. But, I mean, maybe she just wants legitimacy of the... The <laughs> test. Yes, you did just fail the Bechdel test. How's this episode passed it yet? Yeah. I don't Alice. Alice and Betty. Alice and Betty. I
1: yeah, know you're pregnant.
0: Yep. <laughs> happens. Uh Polly.
1: One of my favorite pregnant end of school prom scenes, by the way, is in Saved. I recommend it to everyone. Mm,
0: yes. Some good weird Macaulay Culkin. Yeah, this is... Yeah,
1: I know, how terrible and emotional. Do you? Um, Do you, though?
0: This is such an unfortunate and challenging moment. Yeah.
1: Hmm. Great, so what's... The...
0: I wonder, but it's such a state-by-state thing, I can't even start to think into how that wo- that works. Oh, well,
1: that's interesting.
0: Mm-hmm. I
1: mean...
0: Actually, a good friend of mine recently started fostering.
1: Hmm.
0: It's interesting, like, someone my age, which was really quite eye-opening. Like, there's an extraordinary need for foster families.
1: There is, I agree. i used to nanny for a foster family, and... There was one January where there were seven kids who went into care, and there were no families to take them. Wow. Yep. Yeah.
0: So that's one broken system. On to the next prison. Hi, FB. Skeet Ulrich looks good being all broody. Mm. Broody and blue. It's lovely teal blue they've got for the prison going on, too. Really cyan-heavy.
1: Hmm. Mm. I um I find that interesting that throwaway about Fred and the DUI.
0: Mmm. Right. They never unpack it. They yeah. very specifically don't linger on it.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, they leave it as I will talk about it later.
1: This is a very wise moment from FP. I feel like this is when F P starts to become a good dad. He like has to do all this thinking and this. Hmm. prison cell and we meet the FP of the second season who looks after his kid no matter what
0: Right. I would argue this is kind of the the resolution he's eating a burger he's eating a good good burger that's our boy he gets one bite and Veronica interrupts him what the heck Ronnie let the boy eat (laughs) french (sighs) fries yeah I like that Veronica can recognize that Jughead is the outlier in this circle for her, and that she needs to connect.
1: Oh goodness, oh, Cheryl!
0: Cheryl, a girl. Oh, she
1: gets it back though.
0: She must. Uh, pfft. That's a, rude. But that that is also a fairly intense giveaway, like th- th- as far as telegraphing this behavior.
1: Betty's Locker, it's bad?
0: Like... Yep. The whole Betty, beginning of Betty's Fall from Grace oh, through association yeah. with the serpents.
1: Ooh, wow, I forgot they throw out the word slut here. Yep,
0: and hang an effigy, which is also a pretty death-thready thing. That's, that's a hung effigy, yep. Yep, yep, yep. Aw. Yep.
1: <sighs> Aw.
0: I'm kind of with Archie on blood. That's a good point. (laughs) Like, not that many people in America make blood pudding or black black sausage. Well, they're
1: in a small town. I'm sure a rural community is not far away.
0: Yeah, it's
1: true. those are my stereotypes.
0: I mean, I know several places one could get pig pig blood. Exactly.
1: my point. (laughs) (laughs) Aw. Several off the
0: radar, too. Anyway... (laughs)
1: I'm convinced that all, like, many meat farms are just fronts for other things, but it's also stereotypes.
0: <laughs> oh, this is such a beautiful scene. This note was a gift to them, uh, visually. I forgot
1: about this. The little, I forgot about the locker. I forgot about this moment.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I forgot about the teens. It's
0: fundamental bughead.
1: Sticking together. That's one thing I re- that's I think the reason I like Bughead at all is because mm. they're like, yes, everyone else sucks. But really? I like you.
0: Yeah, in in two very different ways, but delightfully complimentary. That plus the chemistry when they're Nancy Drewing. Yeah. Yeah. They they shenanigans so adorably together. As sleuths.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh no, this is the beginning.
0: Of the manipulation, <laughs> Veronica calling it exactly what it is, and Hermione doubling yeah. down. Oh, problem! Oh, no. In retrospect, this ju- this position, this uh, scene, and the the last one, with Hermione and Fred, are so important for laying the dynamics. Like, Hermione is slipping from ambiguous to evil in this episode.
1: Oh, no. <laughs> Polly, what are you doing?
0: Yeah, like, I'm also in the camp. I would be so nervous about telling my parents about bad stuff that happened. Like, it was almost harder to talk about it than just deal with it. I'm with Betty on this one. Yeah. As I much as you. Alice has every right to be. Horrified for the death threats level at her daughter. <sighs> and Weatherby really should have called.
1: Oh, really? What is the bomb she pulls out? Let's go where? Let's
0: go, then. Yep. Call her bluff. Well, not even a bluff. Call her passive aggression.
1: <sighs> oh, good. We're having this out. Oh, my God. I forgot this. Like...
0: Mm-hmm. So much fundamental. Man, F.P.U. looks so good cleaned up. Like, he looks good scruffy and brooding, but get you a man who can do both.
1: Yeah. Ugh. I wonder if uh, Jughead and Betty are ever going to deal with the fact that they had a shared half-sibling for a hot second. <laughs> Just wait, Betty. Dad was keeping secrets that almost destroyed us. Just hang tight. Yep. <laughs> hang tight, Elizabeth Cooper. <laughs>
0: Wow, yeah, I have not, yep, chick, despite not having met any of them, existed. Haven't quite gotten through to that processing on screen either.
1: Yeah. Man, Penelope, you're so mean to your daughter.
0: So awful. So, so awful.
1: (sighs) Here for round two. And Alice
0: gets vulnerable.
1: Oh my goodness, yeah. She's like barely wearing makeup and she's wearing a shapeless sweater.
0: She's looking like and a... her
1: hair is not very well done.
0: A vintage CW the mom. The woman
1: must be having emotions. She's not perfectly made up.
0: She looks like a 7th Heaven character in a big reveal. Hal yeah. was king. <sighs> okay.
1: Mm-hmm. How could you not figure that out, Betty?
0: Connect the dots. How is
1: not that the mo- that not the most obvious.
0: Mm, timing, perhaps. She knew about the abortion pressures, but the fact that it was in high school.
1: Oh dear. Yeah. Oh my goodness. <sighs> yep. I don't know how I would react if I found out one of my parents had had a child before me.
0: Hmm.
1: I'd be so curious about that mm-hmm. now, adult.
0: Yeah, like I'm definitely in the camp hunt. Hunt him down that Betty follows up on. Yeah.
1: <sighs> Aw, this is a great moment.
0: It really is.
1: A secret brother.
0: Ooh. Yep, that also Possibly. comes back at you. Ah, chick. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Just wait for the blonde Adonis. Yep.
0: Ah. Hmm. Right, who's this again? Oh, right. Oh, he... Southside Day. Right. Oh, right. He didn't tell her.
1: Yeah.
0: Man, they look... Southside look rough, but that's Oh, no, he sort of just... does tell her. It... Riverdale gang who live in... Who went to crappy high schools. Did it look like that? Because that looks a little hyperbolic to me. I went to a crappy high school and it didn't look like that, but it was a very different kind of crappy high school. (laughs)
1: Sorry. Got distracted by all these middle class kids being like no! Don't go to the poor school!
0: (laughs) Scrambling, running, and slipping on their polished floors to get there to intervene.
1: No.
0: (sighs) Cheryl. (sighs) Ah. Like, for a girl who lives in a world of drama, ritual, and decadence, is there Yeah.
1: I love how they just run through the metal detector. (laughs)
0: Yeah.
1: I don't know how he lives this down for his, like, next first day. (laughs) And they also... He's having a great time. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. This is a fair point i guess he just walked away also it's reasonable to i mean would it be a social power play to be like yeah my girlfriend my hot blonde girlfriend over there yeah she came to see me because she missed me so much <laughs> yeah they drove her yeah yeah that's my girlfriend
1: <sighs> oh my god how did you take that line seriously well
0: done buddy <laughs> betty don't put ideas in his head
1: Vintage cars in the background.
0: Hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Against the beautiful snowy white.
1: Wow, his hair actually almost looks normal here <laughs> instead <been> of bright orange. <sighs> yep. Oh.
0: Mm-hmm. In this moment.
1: Yeah.
0: Call nine one one.
1: I know. While yeah, Archie's don't... driving,
0: please call nine one one. That is the appropriate response.
1: Yeah. So we're just going to, like, take you through how to respond if someone you know is at suicide risk. Yes. Fund the police. Send them to where you think they are. Yes. And tell an adult. Yep. If you're a child. All of the above. Legally, yep. And if you really feel compelled to go after them, be prepared to maybe find a dead body. So maybe don't.
0: Um, the police will be faster than you. Yes. Uh, it is difficult to make the decision sometimes to call the police because in mental health crises, that can be a dangerous thing for minorities, for visible minorities, especially for trans people. Um, ask for an ambulance. Yeah. This is a good step. Um, yep. Yeah.
1: And, like, also in this... I'm gonna, just going to tell you children of the Riverdale gang, or mm-hmm. adults, actually, mm-hmm. you, like, might lose someone to suicide. And, mm-hmm. like, moments like this, where you get there at the last minute and save them, probably aren't going to happen. Yep. And that doesn't mean it's your fault.
0: Indeed. All things we all need to hear sometimes. Um, This is quite a dramatization. Um, yes. Also, having grown up in a rural community on the ice, this is remote, extraordinarily unsafe and... Yeah, would more punch any ice. like more likely they would all die. This is I mean an obvious and instinctual reaction to someone falling in the ice. Um, I can't give you instructions on how to safely remove someone from the ice um
1: um I can, but ice is normally not thin enough for you to punch through and then also not fall through yourself yeah that. um if someone you know does fall through the ice, spread out on your belly. Mm-hmm. And try and bring a branch or a plank of wood with you mm. so that you can, so long as you spread out your surface area close to where the ice is thin, you mm-hmm. should be able to not fall through. Yeah. If you do fall through ice, um, try not to freak out. That's the first thing is people go into shock and they start to struggle. mm mm-hmm. Um, you, like, try and stay as calm as possible and, like, fight your body's response to freak out, and then Mm -hmm. you're usually able to sort of crawl your way out of the ice. Now,
0: this is if you fall into ice. Yes.
1: But, yeah, so, which is useful if you're trying to save someone from the ice. But if you, someone you know has gone under the ice, um... Even like, try if you can get to the hole safely by spreading yourself out, put a plank over the hole and try and like put something bright into the water to wave because mm. often people go through and then don't know how to get back out. They right. Can't the find the hole again.
0: Disorientation, including yeah, the question of what is up, yeah can be one of the biggest yeah. threats. If
1: you have a flashlight, stick the flashlight under the water so that mm. they can see that. Right. <clears throat> also, don't leave someone alone by the fire.
0: Yeah, this is critical. Do not leave someone alone after a suicide attempt. Um, that may not mean necessarily medical intervention, but that will mean a period of check-in supervision and ongoing care and check-ins. Um, I am personally very, very fond of, uh, a tool called a suicide contract, uh, simply asking a person who is experiencing suicidal ideation to write out some conditions and steps in which they will seek support and help, uh, putting into intent, um, some barriers against action. Uh, it can be a really useful tool just for someone to explicitly write out for themselves a statement. Um, I've found. Yeah. This is becoming Riverdale PSA land, but also it's but, good TV. But it's
1: also like really important. I'm sorry. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna take this moment.
0: Yeah. It's an important moment.
1: And here's Betty being vulnerable for her mom mm-hmm. as a response. Which is very sweet Aww Things are so big when you're 15 and 16 Do you remember that? Yeah It sucked
0: Yeah, there's no context, no framing (sighs) You hadn't broken and reforged as much yet Most of us
1: That's what you get for punching a river of ice. <laughs> so if you ever punch ice, you will break your hand. Can we yeah. just like clarify you, that? If you're everyone?
0: not playing guitar that night, just to be clear. Yes. Um,
1: <laughs> for anyone who doesn't live in an area of the world where like rivers and lakes freeze over, you need a drill.
0: <laughs> yeah. To yeah. go
1: down several feet.
0: A mm-hmm. mm-hmm. saw, if you're really experienced and patient. Yes. <laughs> Slash
1: have a lot of upper body strength. Yeah. Oh,
0: <sighs> so many intimate, dramatic couples moments this yeah. episode.
1: Also, I love how much teenagers communicate honestly about their feelings in this show.
0: Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's the thing. Yeah. They just dis- are confused. They discover them. They process them. Then they talk them. Yeah. A broad shoulder. Oh, my. Mm-hmm. Masculine
1: Make out, make out. Yay. Making out, making out. So good for teenagers to do if they have the opportunity to do it consensually.
0: Healthy consensual makeouts with age appropriate partners are strongly encouraged.
1: Hmm. Aw. Yeah.
0: Also, unrealistic. No rehearsal. What yes. is happening? But whatever, it's yes. pretty. And they don't spend too much screen time on this song. That's what I appreciate. It's not a bad song. But it it always yes. feels like a misstep when a show lingers indefinitely on their musical guests to me. I know it's probably usually contracted and promotional, but... Rarp. Yes.
1: I, I'm really into the color that uh, they have hair, Josie's hair dyed in this episode. It's very yeah. flattering on her.
0: Yeah. I wonder if it's just a braid in.
1: It could be. That's mm-hmm. true.
0: That really vibrant teal,
1: I also think it's fun having her hair like echo her ears. I think that's a, like yeah. a nice little uh, choice,
0: yeah, super cute
1: style. I find that when i um I'm very, very careful when I talk about um how folks of color do their hair mm-hmm. um so like i I don't know if it's evident, but I mean very like. I'm considering this compliment as I give it on air because I do think it's genuine, but I'm also mindful of the fact that like white people talking, about, white women talking about black women's hair is like, oh my god, it looks so great. Yes, it's just so yes. creative and different. Yes, it's like
0: really. I, I had a, a real thing. long conversation with a relative last trip home about how maybe white dreadlocks aren't the best idea for
1: her. Oh my god, no!
0: And Oops. just, 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 just no frame of reference. No no awareness that that might be a problem for anyone. So, it was a long talk. But it was an important talk. And I'm not qualified for that talk. Not remotely. <laughs> oh. oh,
1: this tender moment. They've got good uh, father-son chemistry, these S- two actors.
0: They so do. And, like, this show in general really shines with its parents parent-child yeah. relationships, but these two in particular who deal with some r- absurdly tough questions that are not of their own making.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, that quiver. Oh, goodness. Oh. They're having such man talks.
0: Yeah, such almost cries. Mm. Good acting, Cole. Good casual pat, Skeet.
1: I'm willing to be very forgiving of this show and this particular episode because it's the last one of the season. Yes. I forgot about so much of this episode. Oh, man. Valerie. Episode. On mm-hmm. I mean, episode. Outfit. On point.
0: One gorgeous shot. All we get of Valerie. Well, no, there was
1: a... Yes, I know. But there was a little <laughs> bit in the last... Uh, the last... Shot of the Pussycats, You got a good chance to see that. Out. Oh man,
0: a spectacular! Look. I love. That, a little, are those suspenders?
1: I don't know, but like a little tomboy, like gold button situation. Mm. What a mega babe! Yeah, I'm into it. Okay, here's setup number one for season two. <laughs> well.
0: That which dooms them all: a white yes. woman with a microphone.
1: <laughs> Here we go.
0: But what is is Riverdale?
1: When does she do that moment with the red lipstick? The red. What? When's that moment with the red lipstick? She takes up the pink lipstick and puts on the red lipstick.
0: I so don't remember that. That's a good question. Kevin Keller is tiny gay representation. (laughs) Yes. Riverdale's gay too. Hmm. Yep. Yep crime, dude.
1: Yep, yep. Make everyone uncomfortable.
0: <laughs> Instigate societal change by making everyone sad.
1: Aww.
0: Wave your privilege. Use it like a club. Yeah. Burn through it. As sloppy as she is self-righteously doing all that jazz. Oh, Pen- yep, awkward moment for Penelope. <laughs> yep. Hmm.
1: Oh yeah, Cheryl's at home doing stuff.
0: Burning the house down. Cheryl's at home we cut... left alone with fire. So
1: we cut to Alice and we saw um, Hubby in the background. Hubby Dad in the background, I just yep. his name. Yep. But do we cut Hal. to him again? How? There he is. Or
0: there he is. One little look. One little eye flicker is all we get.
1: Aww. Aww, mm-hmm. oh, Kevin.
0: Yep. Sweet baby boy.
1: Good. You better applaud. Mm-hmm. Oh, good. Alice actually looks marginally proud. That's nice.
0: A nice building neutral music <laughs> swell. And
1: McCoy's like, oh, God, why did you do that to me? <laughs> kids. <sighs> These kids. <laughs>
0: <sighs> Hermione and Fred. Yes. I ship it. I ship it. I like them.
1: Hmm. i feel are like these you, are are you being <sighs> patronizing or are you being helpful i i don't think he's being patronizing
0: yeah i'm here for it i think he's I think being he's moral like, compass i
1: think he's like yeah but i also think he's being like mm. here's some support when you leave your toxic marriage
0: mm-hmm mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <sighs> the gang being all cuddly gang. over shakes
1: Perfect, perfect milkshakes. Oh, no, there's a bit mm-hmm. of a spill on that one. Nice. <laughs> and paper straws. Well done.
0: Yep, it's a step.
1: Very good, very good.
0: I mean, I gotta admit, they do dissolve halfway through using them.
1: Nope.
0: I don't find them very useful. In
1: this booth, we were safe. Still a picture of the four.
0: <sighs> yep, something's wrong. Mm-hmm. Thankfully, Nana's at Thornhill Cottage.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. We
0: assume. I mean, she's still alive next year, so...
1: Gasoline! (laughs) woohoo!
0: Cheryl, power move, you maniac. You... You, Cheryl, blossom you.
1: Yes. (laughs) So, is he just living here on his own? Without anyone noticing?
0: Um... No, he's li- he's staying with the foster family, right? Oh, right? But presumably he just has keys for a sexy pad.
1: Sexy pad! <laughs> oh, L word. Row,
0: mm-hmm. row, She clocked that.
1: Yep. Also, goodbye, asexual jughead. Although, love is like, he's mm-hmm. not a row, he's asexual.
0: Yes, aromantic and asexual are different.
1: They are. Eh, but, as we find out in this next season, he's not strictly ace. He might be gray.
0: Mm hmm. Entirely possible. I don't expect the show to delve, in, delve into that nuance. No. But we can hope. We can dream. They gave us Tony. They did. Mm-hmm. They've earned a lot of goodwill with Tony. For me. Yes. Oh, yeah. Is this the everyone sexy time montage? Oh, yes. Ah, uh, I forgot Not about this. Not everyone.
1: Just the straight people. <laughs>
0: right. Thank you. Yep. Fair point. Fair point.
1: terms of Prince
0: Valium. Prince Valium.
1: I love how KJ App is so good at looking, so like. Ugh.
0: Asconce. <laughs>
1: He's like, I'm worried, but I'm so here for this. Oh
0: right, this is the this is the song that drives us through, doesn't it?
1: Yippee! Oh my.
0: Mm hmm. And Ew. A tasteful cutaway to the mirror, so classy.
1: So tasteful.
0: <laughs> Those heels, wow. Those are good heels. Nice chunky.
1: I mean, it's. Pain, you make me a believer. Whoa. Goodness.
0: The silhouettedness is more tasteful than other options,
1: perhaps? Boops, boobs, 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 boobs. I'm only saying that she's not actually a teenager. <laughs> boobs, boobs, boobs. Abs, 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 abs. Peck, peck,
0: peck. We have this. What?
1: Which is, like, kind of true, because in the first episode, they, like, make out. Second episode?
0: Uh, first. Definitely first. Boops,
1: boobs, 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 boobs.
0: Yeah, they put this off. <laughs> abs,
1: abs, abs, pecs, hair swoop.
0: Everyone's so pretty.
1: Hair swoop. Hair are Oh, boobs! I love it.
0: <laughs> 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 uh,
1: of course. I love how adolescent and scared they look.
0: Yep. Hurriedly throwing all their clothing on. Yep. Oh. Easy hot dog. Easy. He's family. Oh hot dog.
1: Oh goodness.
0: This this is a scene. Yeah. This is such a powerful and, yeah, genre statement. Go. It's
1: the next setup for season two yeah i remember when he put on this jacket i was like they're not gonna follow (laughs) through on this it's just gonna be this lame thing where he gets kicked out of the gang and they don't deal with it and he goes back to privilege and boy was i wrong
0: (laughs) (laughs) yep this is such a manifesto scene even the gorgeous blonde girlfriend watching Mm -hmm. through the window oh Mm. everything Gosh, his hair in this scene is yeah on point. on point.
1: And there's the house on fire. Mm-hmm. Woohoo. Here's
0: the Carrie-esque.
1: She's so mad at her,
0: and she's so at peace. Yeah. Yep. Perfect lipstick. Nice back. Very nice. Scoundrel.
1: Scoundrel. <laughs> You're also still wearing his shirt, so. <laughs> oh right. Mina pops for breakfast. I uh-huh. forgot about the very last scene of the show.
0: <laughs> yep. All of our all of our plots are dropping together.
1: Such plots.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: um, he's like, son, where's your shirt? <laughs> oh my. And he even Ar- grins. It's kind of Archie.
0: Molly. Archie. How rushed were you?
1: I'm sure they went for round two in the morning. (laughs) Especially if the round two was mostly just servicing Veronica. (laughs) And him being a good feminist boyfriend.
0: Uh, Stamina of youth. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, this horrifying, terrifying scene.
1: But I don't get it. I don't get why, given that this is the Black Hood, given everything that happens, he threatens Pop. Pop is, like, the most moral human in Riverdale.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And he
1: sees Archie Andrews. See, this is not Hal Cooper, this
0: No, I agree. It's explicitly not Hal Cooper. As we've established, it's our red herring.
1: Oh, right, yeah.
0: Right? Hal Cooper took the hood. Right. But this is someone else. And I think it's someone we still haven't unveiled yet, isn't it?
1: Uh, or something. I don't remember. Man,
0: we need to rewatch season two now. We probably
1: do. <laughs> oh, and then that's where it ended. And I remember I just couldn't stop mm-hmm. talking to Brian over Facebook <laughs> Messenger in all caps. Because I was like, what is happening?
0: What? Even what? Oh even, my goodness! What even? That was that was for us like origin story of the Riverdale gang or our iteration.
1: Pretty much the
0: last couple of episodes we watched together.
1: That's true.
0: Hmm.
1: Well, now that we've rewatched season one, I just like it's so interesting. It's such a different show. Yeah. Season two.
0: It's funny how much I'm like swept back up into the questions that were answered in season two, with the distance of not having watched them for a while. Mm -hmm. I'm, like, re-interested in these questions again. I've forgotten things that have happened.
1: Yeah. Because season two, you know, I honestly think I liked that I got 22 episodes of Riverdale, but Mm. it was too many. Yeah,
0: 13 would have been great. Yeah. The the halfway hiatus was pacing issues.
1: But that's honestly something I feel about, like, all television. Like, even Mm. shows I really like. Yeah. Television should, like, television shows should, like, max out at... Thirteen
0: episodes a season, eh, in my opinion. Brooklyn
1: Nine Nine, though—that's a special case. Yeah,
0: yeah,
1: that's a special the case. Exception it's that proves comedy, the rule,
0: basically. Yeah, basically. Uh,
1: and clever. or you, or you clever get something like comedy. Joss Whedon, where there is like weird, mm. there is weird episodes where you just spend persp- you just spend your whole episode in the perspective of one of the supporting characters, which Riverdale should do and does not do. Yes, except please. For, except for, um,
0: you don't even need to do your supporting characters. You've got Josie and Kevin right there.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, supporting is a not, you know, like yeah. the... The, yeah. Uh, the Dilton
0: Doily episode would be... Yeah.
1: <laughs> you know, not not Archie. Um, like, I would love a whole episode from Josie's perspective, from Kevin's mm. perspective. A whole episode... Even just
0: giving them the A-plot? <laughs> yeah. Once, please. I think
1: that'd be great. Wishlist for love, season I three. I would love an episode just from the adult's perspective. Yeah. Just one. Yep. Especially if we get the same episode again from the kids' perspective.
0: (laughs) Oh, that would be so clever.
1: That would be really fun. From our words, from our mouths rather, to Riverdale's ears.
0: They touch slightly on that in the the post-Halloween episode. Totally. The faint overarching story overlap. Yeah. 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 Cool. Um... Before we wrap, I want to touch back on the the suicide warnings thing. Just, like, yeah. did we say everything we need to say about that subject?
1: I think we did. Cool. Um, um, I want to... Um. We're, I'm going to out myself. I'm saying that as someone who's lost someone to suicide. So hmm. that's where my feedback is coming from.
0: Yes. Uh, similar experience, having lost several friends, as well as eight years in the mental health care uh, field, yes. um, which doesn't make me as ex- qualified right. as I want to be, but...
1: As qualified as anyone ever wants as i to, can manage say, my friend
0: yeah um yes so i would encourage looking at support tools for things like suicide contracts which um i am really fond of but there are a lot of supportive tools for helping people yes. and so, helping yourself when you are su- when you have a person in your life who is experiencing suicidal ideation
1: yes um i think we should clarify what a suicide contract is because it's sounds yeah, exactly. a lot like suicide pact. Exactly. Just not that's, the same That's why right? I want to
0: revisit. It's...
1: Um, I'm uh, happy to be open and say that mm-hmm. um, I went through a period in my life where I was very depressed, where I needed one, and Ryan wrote one with me. Mm-hmm. And um, I basically we sat down together and I wrote longhand when I'm having these thoughts. These are the steps I'm going to take. Um, here's who I can reach out to. Here are resources like suicide hotlines and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And, um, Ryan witnessed it and signed it and I signed it and we dated it and I kept it in my wallet for me to pull out and look at when I needed it.
0: Mm-hmm. And that's one tool in the tool belt. Um, but, uh, the idea being making an explicit statement to ask for help before acting on feelings, um, so that there's a strategy put out there as a counterpoint to, Um, more impulsive thoughts of of suicidal ideation. There's lots of different types and experiences of suicide. Yeah. Not everyone needs the same support, but...
1: Also, if you're experiencing ideation and you are pretty sure you're not going to do anything about Mm -hmm. it, ideation is still stressful and scary, and it's okay to reach out for help. Those aren't illegitimate. It's not illegitimate simply Mm -hmm. because you don't think you're actually going to act on them.
0: 100%. Every support that's out there, every hotline, every um, clinic... Uh, they exist to serve people experiencing any suicidal ideation whatsoever. They exist to serve family and friends who's who's have people in their in their communities, in their networks, their loved ones who are going through that as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, there is no there is no low bar, no bar of entry for most of those services. There really shouldn't be. There are some limits in governmental services, especially but hotlines and the like. Um, are there for everyone affected, yes. or survivors? Survivors Man. who've lost people as well are served by those services, or should be.
1: Would you define survivor? Because I think most people assume mm. survivor means someone who has made an attempt and has not succeeded.
0: Yes, someone who, uh, when you have lost um, a a loved one to suicide, uh, in in medical jargon, you are classified as a survivor of suicide. Um, the same word applies for someone who has made an attempt, I believe. Um, hmm. I, 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 in, in that case, we'd be talking about suicide attempts rather than suicide uh, survival. Right. Um, subtle differences, but yes. yeah. And also it's important to say, having just done it for 10 minutes, talking about suicide will never encourage someone asking open questions giving someone a space to say out loud how they're feeling, how they're processing, this will not further them. Uh, It's an important step um, in helping someone, in helping them feel heard, um, to work through the fear of to ask and create open, supportive space, even if all you can do is listen. Um,
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: I feel like we should do an obligatory... Riverdale gang. If any of you are experiencing suicidal ideation, et cetera, et cetera, but um, other than essentially googling the support lines and helplines in your community, there's not a lot that we can necessarily offer otherwise, yeah. right?
1: Yeah. Um. I encourage you to. We encourage you to reach out to someone. Yeah,
0: someone. You're experiencing literally anyone um, in your life.
1: Sometimes when you reach out to someone, that backfires. Mm-hmm. If that happens, reach out to someone else. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of work. It, it is. sucks. It's painful. But, uh, I mean, like, we're all gonna die anyway. Why do it early? Yeah. <laughs> That's my view on the matter. Mm.
0: <laughs> I'm glad to hear that espoused. I agree.
1: Mm-hmm. So well, that... <laughs> on that note... <laughs> what a
0: note! End the season. Teen dramas. Welcome to
1: the end. <laughs> should just end it there. I think we should just let that be our endpoint.
0: That feels like an us thing. Uh, Riverdale, the show, and the Riverdale gang are filmed and recorded on the unceded territories of the Sliwa Tooth Musqueam and Squamish Nations.
1: Yes, and the, uh, on that note, there are um, also uh, mental health and suicide hotlines specifically for Indigenous youth. If that, if any of you happen to qualify for that,
0: also super important.
1: Yes. Um. Thank you so much to Thunderquack and Patreon. Patreon. Yeah. like and to all of you for sticking through us for this rewatch along um if you want to go check out season two which is technically the season we started with mm-hmm. it's on the website yeah. and stay tuned for our special episodes coming up before we start season three
0: yeah we've got the riverdale game and a few other things that we're thinking about hopefully we'll see what we yeah. make happen and uh, uh, if all else fails see you after the hiatus and for season three episode one
1: Take care, gang. I am Ryan. I am Chloe. Bye. We love you.